Hey. Hello. How you doing? Good. We just talked for like 10 minutes offline (laughs) about (laughs) the election. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know if we needed to bring it on here. Yeah, I I just thought every, like, it's nice to address that, (laughs) you know. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it feels like crazy if there's like, I don't know, like all day to day work calls. I'm like, we're all just going to pretend like it, like the most important thing right now is this contract. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Uh, it's nuts because, like, you see all of the early voting numbers and everything, and especially here in Texas, it's like it's been an incredible turnout. But like, you just, I'm, I'm not going to be certain. Like I was saying, until, uh, until, well, until I, I'm not going to believe it until I guess either person is being sworn in, and then yes. I'll, uh, I guess, figure out my life from there. But yeah. Like, I I know I, like, should just be hopeful, but, like, I just, I think, like, we've kind of cashed in all of our hope for the year. Yeah, I I have, I have honestly, like, very, very little to give. Um. (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's, uh, Monday. Monday. (laughs) Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. I finished my horror movies. Yes, how'd that go? It was good. Um, I I feel like so desensitized. Like I could I could watch any horror movie at, by the end of this and was just like, okay, yeah, jump scares, murder, blood, gore. Um, that's that's not what's keeping me up at night, you know. Um, yeah, don't like get me wrong. Night. Things are, but not that. We did a double feature on Friday night of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Cabin mm-hmm. in the Woods, mm-hmm. and like Texas Chainsaw was a lot like scarier, grosser than I thought it was going to be. Because I remember when me and you saw Halloween mm-hmm. a couple years back, the original. We like were walking home and like. We both texted our moms being like, was this considered scary when it came out? Like, this did not, like, feel scary at all. So I kind of went into Texas Chainsaw with the same idea of, oh, like, a scary movie in the 70s? Like, how, like, frightening can it truly be? And, yeah, it like, I had to cover my eyes at some points. Like, uh, there were a couple bits where I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Um, but Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also an interesting one. Like, it's like so early on, you know exactly what's gonna happen. Um, but there's still all that uh, like f- time when they're in the car with like when they pick up the yeah. hitchhiker, and you're like, what is yeah. this? Like when when I think about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think about the chainsaw. Like this is just kind of like messing with me. And like right off the bat, there's yeah, I. I that was that was kind of a fun one, a funny one. Um, yeah. Well, uh, and, and then you've I've never seen Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, no, I'd never seen it. Uh, I tried to watch it once, actually, when I first came here, like when I came to Austin for the first time uh, for the music festival. I was staying with my cousin Robert, and we put it on because he really loved that movie because he's a big Joss Whedon fan, mm-hmm. uh, and so we started it. But then I fell asleep. Yeah. So I didn't make it too far into that movie, but What's it has little- Joss Whedon up to. Oh, I don't know. Being a big Joss Whedon fan just used to be like such a thing and now I feel like people don't really talk about him anymore. Yeah. Ever since like Avengers, I guess. I think he just he I saw he was actually in the news the other day because uh an actor in something that he was making I think had accused him of like in post-production making his skin tone lighter. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, maybe it was someone in Justice League. I truly don't remember. Oh, right. Joss Whedon finished Justice League when Zack Snyder dropped out or the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. so funny. I'm like so like you hear about like release the Snyder cut so much, and I mean I just completely forgot that it's because someone else took over. <laughs> yeah, let me now. I'm like worried that I totally just spoke out of turn because I was just how dare you uh, slander Joss Whedon? We're gonna get sued. See. 
Just say allegedly after. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Um, Okay. Apparently, yeah, it was an actor named Ray Fisher. Oh, cyborg. Who said, uh, let's see. It looks like it was in an article on in Forbes uh, that he altered a cast member's skin in post-production. And so he's speaking out for that. And then it looks like um, the chief executive or chief communications officer of Forbes provided an update to the article saying this post has been updated to add comments from Warner Brothers and Joss Whedon. And a, and a quote to, was to was removed to add balance and fairness. So I guess there's just like some going back and forth gotcha. between if that was truly done or not and maybe if the intention was racially or uh, I don't, maybe like a, I could just be like, a, well, I don't know. No. I'm not a filmmaker, but. Yeah, I, I just Googled Justice League and like you know it pulls up like movies and you can scroll through the little bar and it says justice league 2017 and then there's a separate tab for Zack snyder's justice league 2021 and it has its own yeah. poster I'm like, this is a nightmare yeah <sighs> um but yeah we watched both of those movies not justice league uh mm-hmm. the other day i thought that cabin in the woods was fun like it i was saying it has love of my lo- has love of my life bradley whitford in it so love that and yeah <sighs> beautiful a lovely weekend happy halloween you you yeah. had a really great mad max costume oh yes micah did and i think i sent you videos or whatever of micah's mask that he made he made my so belt funny. and his mask and his <laughs> he's mask really was having so mouth good. trouble <laughs> when yeah, he but... took a he took a shot out of a straw was it a tequila shot yeah and yeah, was i was tequila. like what a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when taking Heath a tequila the... shot out of a straw, and then he had a lime, but he couldn't like. <laughs> yeah, just like jam it in there. Yeah, someone was like, "We can cut it in half," and he was like, "No, I like the challenge." So <laughs> he's obnoxious like that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, he he made his mask and he made my belt, and I would say we were uh, pretty spot on with our costumes, so that was good, and it was. What what better year to have like a apocalyptic themed costume yeah. Yeah. than when the world is actually ending? It feels that way, doesn't it? <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe it won't. Um, probably will. Uh, anyway, I'm trying to think if I had any other interesting things going on this weekend. No, I talked about Legos last time, so I'm not going to talk about Legos again. But I just mm-hmm. can't overemphasize how manic I've been honestly like I was talking to my mom (laughs) and I was like I just kind of have a problem like I think I'm probably spending too much money on Legos I mean it's not like I'm pulling out of my savings or anything but it's like (laughs) like there there are real things that I could be you know spending money on or putting more money into savings and she's like I mean the first step is admitting you have a problem and I was like I feel like I always have that like I know when something is wrong or when I shouldn't be doing something, but then like, what's the second step? Like, I recognize that this is a problem, but I have no desire to change it. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, that's like, that's me. It's like, oh, I know I spend a lot of money in shopping, like peek behind the curtain. Mike and I are like moving in together. We're trying to figure out all of that. And like, I was very much like, I don't want to spend, or we we, like kind of made our, our budget like, let's both try to keep spending like the same amount on rent anything less than that it that is more savings but like we're both living very comfortably like within our means yep. with what we're spending currently <laughs> and uh we countered the rent price with a realtor because hello i work in procurement like obviously you never take the first offer <laughs> obviously it's not like I'm, but it's like not like i'm buying a house or whatever right but, so uh they like they went down a little bit, but they still wanted to be up like $95 than what I had asked for. 
And Micah was like, I mean, that's not a big deal. That's like, you know, $50 from each of us a month. That's not, you know. You're like, $50? (laughs) No, well, I'm like, well, I'm already paying a little bit more because of X, Y, and Z that I normally do. And like, I like to shop. And he was like getting a little... He wasn't getting frustrated, but he, he was like, I could tell he was thinking that uh, my shopping budget that I allot for myself, which is a lot. Is I not think. in line with your well, rent he budget. He was just like, he's, like <laughs> he's willing to like p- take on more of the rent, but he was basically like, I mean, if I'm taking on more just so you can shop, like that's not really super <laughs> ideal for me. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, that's fun to figure that one out Uh, I mean we have it's yeah yeah, it's not a big deal but (laughs) I I like I have a problem too but also I like to shop you like to play with Legos that's I mean that's basically the thing and I feel like I'm just I mean it's all I always do it like I I say this is self-care and I mean there is some sort of mania to it so it's not you know, like, <laughs> but like, I just, I don't know. I'm just like, we got to get through this. Like, this is so bad. I can't imagine a situation where I ever look back and go, yeah, I should have been like, I shouldn't have, if something sparks joy in 2020, I shouldn't have done it. Like, yeah. I can't, uh, like, I, it's I, every, I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. I've given up so much. I haven't gone on vacation all year. I like, you know, money would have gone to that. Money would go to the movies. Like I, why would I handicap myself? No. I know. Yeah. That's the thing. And that was like part of our whole like discussion. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not spending a lot right now, which is why I can. Cause like I, my like money that I like put aside for shopping is like $500 a month, which is like an absurd <laughs> amount of money. Like I understand but, I'm but also the thing like, is, you have a budget. Was, That's like, I yeah. mean, like, people use their budgets on different things. Well, and I was just like, obviously, that's not how it would be for forever, but it's because, like, we can't do things. Like, we, we're we not, like, I'm not, like, going out, like, to bars, like, because of COVID. So I'm not spending money that way. Like, we're not going on trips. Like, normally I would have gone to Europe at least, like, two times this year. Haven't done that yet. That made me sound like a real asshole, as if any of this other stuff I'm bitching about isn't making me sound like no. a little dick. This is, and this is what I always say. I'm like, I, I know I don't have it bad, but I yeah. also am trying to fight off depression and anxiety every day like everyone else. So if yeah. Legos and shopping is the answer, it could be worse. <laughs> I mean, how much uh, is like a Lego set that you? Yeah, it's a great question. How much is a Lego set? <laughs> and I prefer it depends not to probably answer. on. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it probably depends on branding. I remember uh-huh. I wanted the Millennium Falcon when it came out, and it was fully mm-hmm. five hundred dollars. Yes, and that's when I realized how expensive Legos are. Okay, so like the I will say some of the, like those are the most expensive ones. Like those really intricate yeah. Star Wars ones are the most expensive ones you can get. Um, I would say they probably average between 50 and 100. There mm-hmm. are some less expensive ones that you can get. There are some more expensive ones that you can get. I have, I'd prefer not to talk about how much I've spent. <laughs> well, we I don't see a situation in which I come out my of this shopping. looking sane. <laughs> we'll compare my shopping budget to your Lego budget. Right. Um, I, I guess... <laughs> we could compare <laughs> the thing is I also know I, I go through phases and I can't remember if I talked about this last week but like I'll go through a phase where I'm buying a lot of records or when I'm buying a lot of Legos or when I'm buying a lot of Criterion DVDs mm-hmm. or whatever so this is the phase I'm in right now they are more expensive than records and Criterion DVDs but it's also an activity yeah I mean, and it's and display. I, think, I had to buy a new, I had to buy a shelf for the guest room so they could go somewhere. Because right now they're <laughs> like just on the TV stand. They're just on the record stand. There's some on my counter. I'm sitting at my living room table and there's two full Lego sets hidden behind the camera right now. Oh my god! <laughs> there's I was some going already to in say... the guest room. <laughs> it's been like three weeks. This is so pathetic. 
I was going to say there could potentially be like some resale value in it too. If like you get out of this and you're I can't like, imagine I don't think I really need this, but it doesn't spark like joy. that's going to happen. They spark yeah. joy. I, I can't imagine ever selling. I mean, maybe like some of them I just buy because it's like, like there was like a, a Batman, a Batmobile that was like really cheap on sale and looked like it would be fun. I have no emotional connection to that Batmobile, you know? Yeah. But like, I'm not going to be able to get rid of, I don't know. Which uh, one's your favorite so far? Well, it's tough because I'm just going to put myself on blast. My personal, aesthetically, my favorite ones are the Harry Potter ones because I grew obviously. up a Harry Potter person. Obviously, they're really pretty and colorful, and like I just have such an attachment to like the little mini characters, and they make me so happy. But I also am not trying to give J.K. Rowling money in 2020, yeah. so uh, I worked out a system where if I buy a Harry Potter one, I also donate to the Marsha P. Johnson Institute, which makes me oh. feel better. Yeah, um, but it also makes them more expensive. <laughs> so I just kind of justify myself I'm like I'll just donate like a cut of whatever I'm spending on the Harry Potter ones to you know transgender activism which makes me feel less guilty but I also watched some Harry Potter movies this weekend because it's just like full regression and like it's just a fucking bowl of soup for me yeah I mean you're like sitting there you're making your little whatever and then it's like you're and probably like oh my god like I, I like I love this scene or this set like yeah. I want I want to watch it's, just pop it on I, just like I love put up a YouTube video and then it. the full movie comes out do they have any Twilight Legos I don't think they have Twilight Legos it's a really good question um the thing is that they like get discontinued and then they're really expensive to buy so mm. like there's like a ton of Lord of the Rings ones that are like no longer on the Lego website so like I can't really buy Lord of the Rings ones I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings person. I'm also not a huge Star Wars person. I have like a little tiny Kylo Ren ship that was like 10 bucks. Um, yeah. It comes with a little Kylo Ren because I thought that was funny. Um. <laughs> Shirtless or not? Uh, nah, it's clothed, <laughs> but I'll look into if there's a shirtless. I don't know if like the minifigs, I don't know if they would make them shirtless. It's so wholesome, you know? Yeah. Well, fun. But. I mean, hey. Do what you got to do. At least it's I, like that's mindless. honestly that's my mindset. I'm like yeah. I, I I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like hey I I'm just trying to survive. I'm trying to be an adult. Like I'm saving money as well. I'm not just you know squandering all my. I'm not Carrie Bradshaw. So right. Well, okay. I'll put I'll put my cards on the table. I'll just you know we're just gonna come out and say it, or it's it, maybe it'll make me feel better. It, this is like a Catholicism thing. Confession. Uh-huh. I was not. I did not grow up Catholic. Um, I did four hundred dollars worth of Legos this weekend. <laughs> I would say oh on a Halloween weekend, it is justifiable that I would like go out of town, go out to a bar, stay at a hotel. And that would cost $400. So that's my justification. Because <laughs> I didn't spend any money other than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, hey, whatever works. I need to cut myself off, though. I can't, I can't, can't keep living like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe. But, okay. Well, now that we've talked about our own personal finances. Right. The election, personal finances. The election. You want to do a religion next? <laughs> Sure. Um, What else? What else happened this weekend? Oh, Steph had her birthday party, and it was so fun. Oh, yeah. We rented out, or she rented out a venue. So it's just, like, us and our, like, group of friends that we have been seeing throughout COVID, the people that we, like, trust her, you know, basically all we're all just hanging out with each other. Um, And then I, like, cherry-picked people to get tested. Yeah. Uh, in preparation, but it was just so fun. And I'm like, I'd be willing to do this again. Like, we can try to do this, like, once a month or something. Like, it's not that expensive. You'd have to, like, pay yeah. a cover. Yeah. But once you get there, it's BYOB. So it just, like, literally gets you out of the house and, like. Yeah. It makes it feel yeah. like it's an activity. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're, like, going out for the night, which is fun. Uh, I did remember. I did remember something else I did this weekend, too. Okay. What's that? Bryce and I finished that film festival and saw One Night in Miami and Nomadland. Yes. Which, mm. so out of all the movies that you saw, which one was your favorite? I think... 
I think Nomadland's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ammonite is number three, no matter what. I just didn't love, mm-hmm. personally. Um, I think I really liked... I think I liked One Night in Miami the best. But, like, I, I won't begrudge Nomadland at anything. It was, like, very beautiful and well done, you know? Nice. I was thinking about it today because I was listening to Adam Brody on Armchair Expert, and oh I texted God. you about it. Hot. And I'm just so excited for Promising Young Woman. That's I can't probably the, believe that's the movie I'm long. like most excited for. I think <laughs> I can't believe point. like uh, just thinking about it. Like there was a time where we were like a week and a half away from seeing Promising Young Woman, <laughs> and now it's November. <laughs> It's, like, so crazy when you, like, like write down, like, for every meeting I attend, I, I have notes in my journal, and I put the date, or when I sign contracts, you have to date it as well. It's absolutely nuts that it's already November, and you're just like, where the fuck has this year gone? Oh, yeah, I've just been basically sitting inside. Cool. <laughs> Last uh, week, I dated my audio for the podcast as June, and you're yeah. like, not even <laughs> fucking close, babe. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, hopefully it all ends soon, but I'm so <laughs> I just excited for to be promising, over. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for promising young, promising young Woman. They're supposed to play it at Alamo, so when that comes out, that'll be something I will venture to the theater for. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's still, like, December at the earliest, right? Uh, yeah, when I saw it in, or the trailer for it at Alamo in, what, like, early October, they had set, or maybe it was September, they had said it was coming soon. So I don't know if they've give, even given it a release date. They're, they're probably just like, why would we? Yeah. Nothing's happening. That's, we can just I mean, I feel like them. The, the area that's been the most screwed, which is like the, like, <laughs> in general, probably my favorite area, is like all the blockbusters got pushed after tenant they were like you're not gonna make enough money like we're pushing all the blockbusters and i'm like okay i can accept this uh because i want to go see it in a theater with a group like fine Mm -hmm. and then all the like super indie stuff just came out online they're like you know what like you know we weren't gonna get big numbers anyway we'll get the online numbers good to go but these like kind of like not high-end indie but like more Things that would be more popular indie movies to me. Like Promising Young Woman. Uh, all the A24s. Green Knight. Um, yeah. uh, Lola or Zola or whatever. Uh, like all those that I feel like would be splashy indie movies. It's like, well, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> like you're not pushing them, but you're not putting them out online. We're just kind of in this holding pattern. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Promising Young Woman. Do you want to guess what its release date is? Okay, it's because you're laughing, I think it's going to be like Christmas. It is. It's Christmas. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> Talk about like a good family. Like It's so funny because I feel like Christmas movies are like huge blockbusters. Like my family's done it where it's like, yeah. okay, you finish opening presents, you go and see like the latest blockbuster or you go and see like some like fucking will smith vehicle or lord we, knows we used to do that but ever since uh wolf of wall street we have not <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i have i have been like the person who's like standing in our kitchen on christmas day being like well what else is there to do let's go see yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, and they're like, we can just be with each other. And I'm like, I'm done with you guys for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. I'm though. going to the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um. Huh. Okay. Well, I will maybe be seeing that though. I'll be in North Carolina, so maybe they'll do like an advanced screening of it. That's North what I did Carolina, for Carolina. Raise up. Um. I still am technically getting uh, screeners for Indie Spirit Awards. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's getting pushed or to like correlate with the Oscars or if those nominations are even happening this year. But I'm kind of hoping that that's how I can see some things, especially yeah, once good. I'm back trapped in Savannah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, cool. That's 25 minutes on the, the state of state of us. Oh my god! I know. Maybe I'll just cut out the first like. 22 you could probably cut out um i guess i'd be okay with you cutting out almost everything i've said so far 
<laughs> Good peek behind uh, the curtain. Maybe you can just cut out like every, like just pull my audio from every episode, uh, 107 or however many of these we've done. Uh, it can just be you. I think it, it'd be interesting for like, I don't know, like as a social experiment, like people could guess what I would have said and then listen to you respond. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I have tons of time on time on my hands. So that'd I'll be go awesome. Ahead and do that. Yeah. No, that, I'll have it ready really by awesome. next week. Okay. Awesome. I feel like that'd be like a really good, I don't know. I just feel like we might enjoy that more than, than the current iteration of the show. <laughs> Great. <sighs> uh, so, so we wanted to talk today. It's been Shit's on Creek. the docket for some time now. It's been on the, yeah, it has for a while because we were waiting for it to come to Netflix so that you could watch. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just, I thought it'd be easier that way. And I thought maybe more yeah. people would see it that way. And then yeah. it came to Netflix and we weren't ready to talk about it because we had right. other things we wanted to talk about. Very and distractible. And so, yeah. So when I went to North Carolina a couple weeks ago, I watched the first half of the season on the plane there, the second half of the season on the way back. Uh, which included some crying on an airplane, which is something that I am not opposed to. It's a way of right. life. It's okay. Well, um, you like to cry, and crying on an airplane is like like a very, you know, very famous thing that happens to people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the last season, season six, it came on Netflix. I don't know when. I remember they dropped it early. I think it was like Labor Day weekend. I think they dropped it early. Was it? I know it was like, I feel like it was like all a part of the big Emmys build up, you know? Yeah. I think it was that they were going to release it a little bit later. And then because of the Emmys, they were just like, you know what? Let's just post it. Um, so I watched it. You've watched it. Seen it. Enjoyed it. Oh, I mean, this is like the perfect pandemic show it's just nice and it's and I think it's had such a you know later in the series popularity boost obviously we discussed at the Emmys they just like couldn't lose and I think it's just like a nice balm of a show it just makes you happy and you're like oh look like for me I I didn't have time to do like a full rewatch for this episode but I was just kind of like skipping through some of it and I mean just them like looking at wedding venue things you know and like mm-hmm. uh, they fly to meet investors and I'm just like remember the world like yeah. <laughs> I don't know and it's just everyone's so like pure and nice and they're funny and it's good I know. I kind of wish that I hadn't seen the rest of the show so I could just binge it all at once. Yeah. Because this is going to be a bit controversial. I wasn't as taken by the last season as I was Mm. by all of the previous. But I think that's because I watched it with, like, so much lag between the previous season and this one. And then also because of, like, all of the Emmys hype and... Right. I mean, I like I'd already seen like the the like Pope outfit that Moira wears. Yeah. Like, you know, I kind of I think I had seen some of it already. I think I even saw like a clip of the wedding video because yeah. like when Mariah Carey, yeah, posted about it, that was like a huge fucking thing. Um, so, yeah, I think, in like when I'm thinking about it, I feel like. I, I really remember at the end of the fifth season being like, you know, this is this is a really great show. And I feel like a lot of the Emmy stuff was kind of more like based on the whole series, the career. And it's the last season. You know how that yeah. is. Um, but there's also so much pressure on last seasons for it to be like, I don't know. I feel like this one wasn't as humor based because they had to like do so much real stuff. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's also tough. I always think it's tough for like, sitcoms because you don't actually want your characters to grow like (laughs) you know you're like I mean I want Alexis to be a better person but I don't want her to be less funny and ridiculous and yeah you know kind of shallow and funny ways but 
you know, but also you're like, well, for the last season, you want there to be like, you know, satisfaction. Yeah, and you want you want maturity. to leave with yeah, and they're a little bit better than when you got there. Right. And I mean, you want to be like these kids will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's also, I mean, I imagine it's really hard too because there are multiple char- main characters that we need to focus on, and we want to like wrap everything up nicely but also not like too picture perfect um like i fully thought that her and ted were gonna get together yeah so that was a bit of a shocker to me um but also like we left alexis in a good spot it was just like a little bit of a different one but she seems like perfectly content Mm -hmm. um and so yeah it, it kind of it feels like they did all grow a bit which is really sweet um you know, nice little musical number. Of course. Which I love that song. Always be my baby. Yeah. Uh, it makes you cry. That's why you cried on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does make me cry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. Don't get me wrong. I just. Yeah. I and think it also, it, it just feels so like. Much of the sentimentality that they're like having to build, like having to. Right. You know, close up. And they weren't able to like really introduce anything new because it's just like we have we have to wrap things, you know? Like you just and want it's everything short. to it is short. Was it there 12? are fourteen episodes. So 14. the first four are thirteen episodes and then five and six are fourteen. So like that's interesting. It's definitely like you said. I wish I I wish I hadn't seen any of it and I could just watch it all. I'm hankering for just like a nice like a comedy sitcom that I haven't seen to just binge and I just don't think there's anything right now that like makes sense for me Mm -hmm. um hence me watching Harry Potter movies over the weekend yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um uh well one thing that I realized while we were watching it is that I think like watching the show I was always like I love Moira because she's Mm -hmm. she's in a way parts of her what I aspire to be I would love Mm -hmm. to have a bunch of wigs and just mm-hmm. like dress like her and it's just she's so funny and she's so ridiculous mm-hmm. but i realized while watching it that alexis is my favorite character i think that's totally fair it's so hard for me to pick favorites because i think alexis is absolutely like my favorite but there's i mean i just love them all and by love them all i don't really care about <laughs> eugene levy uh, yeah. but like <laughs> i I mean, David, Alexis, and Moira, it's, you know. uh, Yeah. Between those three, it's tough. Yeah. I just, like, I I just, they just are so funny. David and Alexis, I mean, so funny. (laughs) The face she was wearing the wedding dress. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was like, no, it's a white four-life gown, David. (laughs) So we look like we're marrying each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that pays out at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I was happy that we did get to see some growth from David because I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like he has to kind of meet Patrick a little bit in the middle. Of, right. Like, I understand. Patrick is like has a... endless patience, but like you don't want him to be taken advantage of. <laughs> right. And it's like, I get it. Like people, like you shouldn't, you don't. You never want your partner to change. Right. But also, like, it did feel like Patrick was, like, just constantly like, just, like, you know, jumping through all these hoops just to, like, make David happy. And so I, I was happy to see that David didn't just, like, make him up and move to New York City, that he was fine, you know, staying in that, like, picture-perfect little house that yeah they both had dreamed of or had yeah. seen and wanted to buy. So I'm yeah. like, Patrick's character is just, like, too perfect. Yeah, no, I, I, and I think there's a lot of that, which, I don't know, you're just like, is, I was remembering, like, earlier in the show, like, Patrick's ex comes to town, and, like, that's, mm-hmm. like, the only time there's ever any conflict with Patrick, but it's still, yeah. like, he was, like, Ellie basically. Ellie from Degrassi. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> 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 uh, but, uh I feel like it's very, it's normally just Patrick like dealing with other people's drama as Mm -hmm. opposed to, I don't know, it's just funny. Yeah. It's like, I get it. Like, he's a very grounded partner for David, but. And also, like, you you probably have to be, I don't know, to balance out David, uh, anything would probably seem grounded, but I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. And those early Patrick episodes, 
oh, there's nothing better. I mean, like, I just remember, like, him singing Simply the Best, which is what everyone thinks about. Right. But, like, just, like, bawling because I thought it was just so cute. <laughs> like, I'm, like, getting all teary-eyed just thinking about it now. For um, me, it's when he he frames the, yeah. like, application for the building. And then Alexis is like, no, like, he's being cute. And he's like, he's just being nice. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, there's that whole thing. Yeah. Um. I thought, like, the, what they did with, like, Twyla was kind of mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. How it was, like, she just, you know, she secretly won the lottery. And Alexis <laughs> yeah. was like, mm, maybe I'll just take this dress back then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, like, I love every time. Like, I just, and this is why I'm so happy that Annie Murphy won the Emmy is because I just think, like, all of her little mannerisms, you're seeing me, like, yes. shake my shoulders, her, like, hands, and then all of the, like, mmm, kind and of, I like, noises she, are so funny. They are so funny, and I think she is the one that kind of gets overlooked because I oh, think... Oh, like, an ensemble cat, or, like, right. it's a... and, like, Dan Levy's, like, one of the creators, and... Yeah, he uh, wears a lot of hats, and then... Catherine and Eugene are just like say, revered as being like comedy icons. Comedy icons, exactly. And Annie Murphy's like kind of the new, like lesser of that group. But I think she's, I mean, she's just so good. She's yeah. so good to play off of. Like, think I'm not an actor, but it seems like that would be such a gift to be in a scene with her because yeah. you'd just be like, I know exactly who you are. <laughs> I'm so intrigued as to what, well, really what any of them are going to do next, but. I know. Specifically her. Uh, I'm going to pull and, up there. See, and I this know. is what, like, I just feel like all those people would be so good in rom-coms. And rom-coms are, like, kind of dead. But there is that Christmas, Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis one where Dan Levy's the best friend. And all yeah. the stills, he's doing such face work. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, he made a comment. and he Or he, like, uh, posted it on Twitter and was like, what the fuck am I doing with my face? But also, like, this is a great movie. Come go check it out. Yeah. Uh, I, I love his Dan little Dan has a writing deal with... Oh, oh well, he's, he's going to be in Coastal Elites with Bette Midler, Caitlin Deaver, Sarah Paulson, and Issa Rae on HBO. Very interesting. Um... And I'm pretty sure he has, he got like a, oh yeah, September 2019, it was announced that he had signed a three-year deal with ABC Studios to produce and develop scripted content. Mm, Vague. So, uh, he seems like he's likely booked and and busy. Booked? Busy. Yeah. Um, Okay. I guess the... We don't need to worry too much about what Eugene has up next because I'm sure he will be able to find work. Yeah. Um, but let's I, look for Annie. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I'd like Annie Murphy to be, I mean, she'd be a really good, like, best friend in a rom com, which is, like, I know a pretty niche <laughs> thing to say. Where, she has honestly. A lead role in a TV show called Kevin Can Fuck Himself. himself. Mm. It doesn't, it's not linked. Oh, it's a AMC television dark comedy. Um, so they had to stop production on it, and then it was just resumed back in September. Gotcha. Well, I'm sure it'll be shut down again soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I'm sure Catherine O'Hara, I mean, she's not going anywhere. Yeah, she'll be fine. I every time I mean it's so funny because I was aware of Catherine O'Hara before Shit's Creek. She's great in Beetlejuice, she's great in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But every time now I see Catherine O'Hara and she's speaking in a normal voice, I'm like, This is crazy. The, like I, I that's I not how you talk. <laughs> I need to know simply everything about that voice <laughs> and where it came around about. It's just like it's so funny and it's I so funny. I'm like <laughs> I think about it a lot. <laughs> I think about it a lot, and you just, like, think about, like, it's just nuts how, like, fast, even though I think it was a bit of a slow burn, this show took off, and now yeah. it's, like, uh, there are so many people who dressed up as them for Halloween, like, you go on Etsy, and it's, like, all Shit's Creek remains yeah. related stuff, like, even, it's like, an outfit It's been a really meteoric rise. 
Yeah, like I wore an outfit the other day and someone was like, it's very a little bit Alexis. And I was mm-hmm. like, I wasn't even thinking about that. But, but it was. you're right. Um, <laughs> but it was. So, <laughs> it's like, it's just nuts, like how much this has truly taken off. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, it's such like a cute show and it's so wholesome. And I think a good portion of why people like it is that it's inclusive as well. And I know that, like, there was Dan Levy was posting recently about, um, I forget which country, but they were trying to censor, I think maybe just like showing David and Patrick kissing. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, and he, you know, didn't, obviously didn't want for that to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, for promos this past year, this year, they had billboards of a same-sex kiss for the two of them to show them being engaged. And people were not so happy about that. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to think of uh, where the world is, but it's it's nice that, you know, anything to help normalize something that's 100% normal is always great. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just nice. I think it's just a little delight. It's very quotable. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's, like, quick and easy. I say um, (laughs) uh, the scene, I I think, I feel like it's a very well-known scene where David is out in the field. He has run away and is staying with an Amish family (laughs) for one night. And he's out in the field, and Alexis is yelling at him that she slept with Mutt. And he's like, what? She goes, I slept with Mutt. And he's like, how do we feel about that? She goes, I don't know. It's all very sexy and complicated. (laughs) And so I say it's all very sexy and complicated a lot. (laughs) She's just so great. Like I, right. I want to rewatch just because I really don't think I gave the her, Alexis her character deal. enough credit. Mm-hmm. It's so. all very sexy and complicated. It is. It is all very sexy <laughs> and complicated. She's just That's like so how I describe funny. my life. It's very sexy and complicated. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I just I I love her. I'm now very intrigued by this this AMC show that she's going to be in. So it'll be yeah. a little edgier. Also, just, like, I think part of, like, what's kind of cute is it's, like, just such, like, the little Canadian show that could. Yeah. Like, sure, I think the anchors of, like, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara being in it helped. But also, Mm -hmm. it's not like their names hold, like... No, no, no. I mean, they're not... They hold, like, weight in a comedy circle, but it's not (laughs) like they're having, like, Brad Pitt on a Canadian TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I I would argue... I mean, I have so this. You know that I'm so out of touch. I'm like, are those household names? Probably not. I mean, I'm very aware of them, but I doubt well, my just, mom. Eh, I don't know. My parents I mean, like about... I, Jeannie for some reason definitely doesn't like Best in Show, and I don't know why I know that. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know why. Like, if you think of uh, Eugene Levy, what's like the first thing that comes to mind? B- uh, taking Shit's Creek out of it. American yeah. Pie, one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. And American, <laughs> that's mine as well. Yeah. Uh, American Pie came out in nineteen ninety nine, and I don't really think that that's like a movie that's that much in the zeitgeist that right. teens nowadays are watching it. Yeah, definitely. If not. anything, they're like, "Wait, he did what to a pie?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, American Pie is very much like just one of those movies that everyone in our generation saw, like probably a little I've too never young. Even seen. Oh, you've never seen? I saw it when it was when I was too young, and no. I remember. Being I think like, I saw it on TV. I can't like, accept everything happening here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like, just that movie is like so in a vacuum for that specific time, and if you think about the cast, it's just so crazy. What do you and mean, I mean Sean like, William Scott's like still around, like still yeah. very prevalent? <laughs> Tara Reid as well. Uh, oh, Tara Reid. Prepping and like, um, oh, Chris Klein is in it. Mina Savari, I think she's in it too. And then there's that one like girl who was playing like the foreign exchange student. I know too much about. I don't know who's playing the foreign exchange student, but um, Allison Hannigan. Uh, Hannigan, Hannigan. I cannot get Hannigan just then. From Uh, Buffy. Oh yeah, Natasha Leone. Oh yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it since I saw it then, but. 
I mean... Shannon Elizabeth is who I was thinking of. Her name is Shannon Elizabeth. Who plays Nadia, the foreign exchange student. Right. I mean... Blink-182 make a cameo, and Casey Affleck makes a cameo. (laughs) Should we watch? (laughs) (laughs) I definitely don't want to, but should we? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I have no desire. Um, that movie's fully disgusting. And uh, we just watched like Can't Hardly Wait this split. year, maybe. So I feel like we're we're done. We, we yeah. don't need to watch any more '90s teen comms. Or maybe like no, it's not Blake Lively's twin. It's her brother. Um. Yeah. I I I don't think that the teens know much about Eugene except for um. Yeah. Except for Shit's Creek, but yeah. who's to say? I've been wrong who's before. I could be wrong again. Um, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just a good, fun show. Um, it's good. I don't have anything more enlightening than that to say. Um, and, and Fun outfits. Like fun, fun outfits. Just a nice, Lots just of a black nice and white. little show. Some good wigs. If you, which character do you think you're most like? Um, in my family, we joke that I'm, I'm David and Darcy's Alexis, which is kind of <laughs> funny because there are some aspects of that that I understand, but there's some that I feel like we're the exact opposite on. Yeah. I would say you're a bit of a David. What about I me? Do you think I'm a, who do you think I am? I think of you're the cast? Of, of the children more of an Alexis, but I feel like the fact that you aspired to be Moira Rose, which just kind of makes you a Moira Rose. Yeah, I mean, she's just she's something. She's an icon. Obviously, like that's. <laughs> anytime <laughs> I go to like a small town or something, and I always have like a very like curated outfit and whatnot, I just mm-hmm. like kind of feel like Moya Rose because yeah, you're like you know. walking in heels on a desert. <laughs> yeah, or like, well, I've only been to Indiana once, but you know. <laughs> That's how I feel. Traipsing on in. Pack up my Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I, I'll miss it. And I kind of think that they maybe will do some reunion things or. I think so too. They like just seem so close. They yeah. all just seem like the best of friends and they're all in like, another super world. We'd be getting a other. Pally Center, you know, but. I know. <sighs> yeah. It's okay. Well, one day. <laughs> one day. Oh, I know. Okay. I mean, like, at least they were able to enjoy the Emmys I themselves. Know. I know. Like, they're like they having a fucking blast. I know. Um, last night we were doing Jackbox games and one of my friends in Canada. And I'm like, are you, like, stressed? Because, I mean, he's still an American citizen. He voted and everything. But he's like, I am. But also, I live in Canada now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, so... It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that option just to flee to Canada. I know. I'm like, you're so lucky you're already there. <laughs> you can just stay. <laughs> Where in Canada is he? He's in Edmonton. Oh, okay. Because I know that they did like a lot of stuff in Canada for Shit's Creek's win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No. Gotcha. Like the CN Tower and whatnot. Yeah. Well, cool. Do you have any recommendations? I think just everyone should just think about what they need this week and not beat yourself up about it. And if that is watching Harry Potter movies and, um, you know, just smiling to yourself as Hedwig's theme kicks in, like, that's good. If that is, you know, thinking about (laughs) your your clothing budget, that's good, you know? (laughs) And then... You know, it's we're all gonna be okay, okay. So my recommendation is just to like be okay. <laughs> yeah, my recommendation is to uh, maybe not even watch the results come in, or like to mm. delete Twitter from your phone, or delete Twitter from my phone. I could never. I, I could think never about that all the either, time. But uh, every almost everyone in my life has told me to watch that movie, The Social Dilemma, and I'm like, I know that I'm on Twitter too much, but I I don't I don't want to I don't want to confront that. One of my friends told me I should watch The Social Dilemma over the weekend, and I'm like, no, I don't want to. Like, I'm I'm scared. He was like, yeah, but it's like good, and I was like, mm. people so maybe- are like people are like it'll make you want to delete twitter so it'll be a good thing and i'm like but like i watched you know 
food ink or whatever and i'm not a vegetarian like i'm i'm garbage <laughs> and i just i think days, for a lot i understand of- it's like 50 50 that twitter <laughs> can sometimes bring me joy but sometimes make me want to die but that's that's the game baby yeah, I think I might can I might just like put my phone in another well, I'll try this. I'll put my phone in another room and then I'll let Micah kind of just like keep an eye on it cuz he's li- he's on Twitter more than I am. He's <laughs> on Twitter all the time. So I'm on Twitter. It's my go-to. Like it's one of the things like where if you I saw something online where they said you should move your apps around and like put like the weather where Twitter used to be or something. And it'll mm-hmm. only make you realize how much you just automatically go and click on the Twitter thing. Oh, like yeah. I have Twitter on my phone. I didn't realize I set it up this way, but if I just hold my phone naturally, my thumb is automatically over the Twitter. Button. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a problem, but I yeah, will that say is a problem. I was uh, <laughs> betrayed. I have to by reach for it. <laughs> Unless I, Unless I use my right hand to hold my phone, which I do sometimes, and then I have the same issue as you. Do you uh, do do you do your left? Do you hold with your left? I always hold with my right. Depends. I will say I like actively went offline for like three hours last week. I was like, I'm just not gonna go on Instagram. I'm not gonna get on Twitter. I'm gonna charge my phone. Just be away from it. And in the meantime, the Mank trailer dropped or the Mank embargo lifted, and I oh, was like, not you even assholes. worth it. <laughs> How dare! I, and now everyone knows about Mank except for me. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for Mank. I'm really excited for Mank. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Anyway. Anything else? No, just everyone. Uh, I mean, I guess there's a scenario in which I get this up tonight and I, and everyone, and I tell everyone to vote. So retroactively, I hope you voted. Um, yes. And, you know, well... Next week episode next week's episode could be very interesting. <laughs> we didn't even talk about John Mulaney and the strokes. I can't talk about it. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. I can't yeah, I, I, I can't engage with it. It'll just make me sad. All right. Well, <laughs> let's hope for something good tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Love you, Nor. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.